gamer needs food badly. Let's go! Welcome to the taste test. I am Mike, and joining me for this show, in fact, this series, is my buddy and co-host, Brandon Boswell. Say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? What we're going to do is we're going to tell you about the history of the game and then our experience with the game, see where that takes us. So the first entree is Nobunaga's Ambition. A turn-based grand strategy role-playing simulation video game, which was the one of the first in its genre, being released in March of 1983 by the Japanese video game developer Koei, or Koei. Nobunaga's ambition takes place during the Sengoku period of feudal Japan, and we are tasked with achieving the ultimate goal of warlord Oda Nobunaga, the conquest and unification of Japan. But you can, but selecting Nobu, selecting Oda Nobunaga is optional, since the player is also able to choose a variety of the other regional daimyos of the time, making the title pointless. <laughs> <laughs> now, so wonderful. Yeah. Now our experience uh, varied. Brandon just kept trying to play the original. When uh, I decided to give a, bre- a bit broad more spectrum, just to see like if it's improved over the years, or uh, what I went with, I went with the samurai sword technique, and you went with the claymore broadsword <laughs> to bring a little relation to our samurai topic of the day. <laughs> yep. Now, what what we played was the. Nintendo version, and that came out, I believe... It was 1983. No, that was released in 1983 for... Oh, I'm looking at Genesis. My lord. Sega, get out of here. Yeah, the Genesis wasn't around in 1983. The first to be released outside of Japan was 1986 for the PC-88SR... And then it got ported to the family computer, the Super Famicom, Mega Drive, PC, CD-ROM, PlayStation, mobile phones, Windows, and iOS. So this is the one that we originally played for the Nintendo, and um, I can't speak for Brandon, but my experience is it is uh, fucking horrible. Nah. <laughs> Brandon, what, well... what was your uh, what was your encounter? I don't know. I mean, part of it was because I know that I'm on an emulator, so that's just taking it right out. Right? And uh, given the opportunity, I think like I might have enjoyed this if I was a kid and I had nothing better to do. You know what I mean? But it's it's very just risk, but with a splash of Japanese culture, which is really cool. But I don't know anything about Japanese culture, and the next time I meet a Japanese person and I quote them some Nintendo Japanese Riddick, they're probably just gonna like hate me. So I didn't get any of the, <laughs> I didn't get any of the culture from the game. I opened it up. It asked me to select a number, asked me if I was okay with that leader, and then I would move around and put my box of numbers against their box of numbers. And sometimes I could not move my box of numbers, and sometimes <laughs> they could. 
and sometimes I beat their box of numbers, but most of the time they beat my boxes. Yeah. And my, like, I, I, See, that's the thing. I mean, if you read into it, there's, there's plenty of, like, lore there. There's all kinds of, like, like, problem with it was that it was, like, way back in the time where if you had an instructional booklet, you were going to read it. And then you kind of understood some of it, but maybe not all of it. And we didn't get that luxury. I mean, I could have Googled it, but nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. That would require effort. But, uh, you know, like, so when you're, when you're selecting your, um, uh, I forget what they're called. I want to say Shogun, but I'm probably wrong. Damios. When you're, when you're so, Damios, yeah. When you're selecting your Damios, like, I kept picking um, uh, Thief 6, I think it was, because it was Date. So it would be like, I was... Uh, Pretty sure they called like, it Date. Date. Probably, probably. I'm, I'm way too uncultured to even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> so Dante, I'm the, I'm the probably. Japanese expert on the Playing With Power podcast, so... Yes, yes. I've spent a little bit of time with some anime in my life, but not an extensive amount. Not, not enough to I've grasp got. the pronunciations and enunciations. No, no, not even. Uh, I got a... My, my circle of friends, I've got that covered with another buddy of mine who extensively delves into the whole Japanese culture <laughs> so I just leech off of him whatever I need to know <laughs> my my thing ends at like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon yeah <laughs> so yeah did you try but yeah so I did you try playing got, with a um, fact so you can understand what all those numbers like gold and rice and yeah um well I mean I pretty much um I got all them pretty much off the bat just from fiddling with risk and all kinds of different strategy games like that over the years but like, uh, so I managed to take over a couple of places um, by accident, really. Yeah, but most of the time, honestly, I had the same experience as you, where I was really just confused and uh, was trying to fight people that I couldn't move into that spot, and then they could. And I was like, "Why? <laughs> how, how? It's I have boats. I think I think that's what that word means. <laughs> I don't know, really. It could be gold. The other word that says gold." Sure doesn't mean gold. <laughs> yeah, just I just found it hard to read yeah. and understand what all these things meant. Like apparently they're they're adding uh, values that their words aren't conveying well. But uh, yeah, exactly. You know what? I, I, we must be a pair of fucking idiots because the reception on this series, the fact that it's still around, shows yeah, it's, it's that it's got staying booming power. still. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And, but that's what I mean too. About uh, if I was like a kid and I had nothing better to do, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could get lost in playing this numbers game. Well, maybe, but even trying maybe it just rides the nostalgia title with tsunami, if you will. Nostalgia tsunami. That's a fun thing to type. It says Holy crap. that according to Koei's website, various releases in the series have won Login Magazine's BHS Prize, the Minister of Post and Telecommunications Prize. Man, that's got to be like one of the biggest uh, plaque stamps on a trophy. Yeah, absolutely. Nikai's BP 12th, 13th, and 14th Annual Best PC Software Awards. And CD-ROM Fans Fan of the Year 2001 Grand Prize. Uh, I'm finding it hard to believe, because not only does the game look hard, I guess like it's got decent graphics when it tries to employ graphics. Except it's yeah. not most of the time. It's just numbers. those cute little like little cutscenes that are at the bottom of the screen underneath your dude's face. I thought those were hilarious. <laughs> that was like the most entertaining part of the entire thing. Well, shit, you got farther than I did. I mean, that's probably what you get for victory, and I never got victory. So 
There you, ha- did you, there watch you have the, it. Uh, My co-host is showing me up already. Son of a bitch. Did you watch the opening cutscene when they first booted up? Uh, I tried, but damn, the, that opening music was grating. Oh, oh my gosh. It, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like an espresso machine. <laughs> so let me just toss in a little uh, uh, extra spice into this whole realm of video games. Let's go, like, full cooking on this. I think if I was going to compare this to something edible, it would be, like, a salsa, but, like, a really, 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 really coarsely chopped salsa. Like this person doesn't know how to use a knife yet. So instead, <laughs> so you're more like you're, you're, you're talking like chewing. inches of tomatoes and onions. Yeah, it's a chewy yeah. salsa. Yeah, it's like that's that's where the graphics come in. That's where the lack of of thorough like communication comes in. Um, you know, it's like it's still a salsa. It's a video game for sure. And if it was the only video game on this island, I would definitely play it. I could probably make a better salsa myself. Okay, so. Now that we've uh, given our experience of the game and the history of the game, let's talk substitutions. What series or games have you played that offer an experience like this? Uh, yeah, turn-based, uh, conquering land, supporting an army. Yeah, frankly, I just like, um, expanding. What games have you played, Brandon? Played a lot of that deliver Cottage Risk, and by that I mean like you know rainy day inside, put cracking up the board games. Um, played a little bit oh, of the, the Xbox version of Risk, uh, Xbox 360, I think it was. Um, that was pretty entertaining. That's the one with, like, General Meowlissima? Yeah, and the, the robot guys. I was always the robot guys. Um, that's just my jam right there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was all right. And as far as uh, keeping in line with that, you know, like, this game probably set the bar back in the day. So to know that that genre exists, I mean, like, obviously the the board game Risk existed long before this game, I think. But uh, maybe I'm being an idiot and saying that. Who knows? Well, I have access to a machine that should give us the sum of human knowledge. Look, this is how we get viewer participation. See, now we say, if Brandon's wrong, please type furious emails to Mike and explain to him how Brandon (laughs) fucked up. And that way, (laughs) we get tons and tons of viewer feedback, or listener feedback, I suppose. Man, this new media thing is really trippy. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's how that, you got to encourage them to, like, send back to us if they like it, right? And if they don't like it, then they have all the more reason to send back to us. So let's just have it in stone that Brandon thinks that the Risk board game existed before the, the uh, um, oh, gosh, I can't even say it. Uh, well, you're, you're vindicated. Am I? Because, yeah, because apparently Risk came out in 1959 as a game called Winning Moves. Okay. It was invented by French film director Albert Lemaurice and released in 1957 as La Conquête du Monde, The Conquest of the World, in France. It was bought by Parker Brothers and released in 1959 with some modifications to the rules as Risk the Continental Game, then Risk the Game of Global Domination. So, it's a pretty old game. Yeah. And so a better one, a better one than Nobunaga's ambition. Yeah, yes, yes. So, did you try playing the other Nobunaga's ambition games, like and no, like Nobunaga's ambition two, uh, or the Super Nintendo one? No, I did not. My emulator was uh, not pleased with me. Oh, Jesus! Literally just kicked on. Wait, keep it going. 
bring it to the phone. Let's hear that music. And it is as sharp and painful as it sounds. It's like it's trying to be good, but not. Yeah, yeah, you can stop it now. <laughs> you can please stop it. Now. I really do not know why that just popped up. <coughs> I think it's like Beetlejuice. You mentioned it three times, and then it shows. That's up. very likely. I definitely wouldn't put it past it. I actually so, am very much looking forward to our um, episode. Hopefully, that we do. Uh, oh, what the hell is it called now? The zombie one with the you're the samurai floating head. I want to play that next. Oh, like Zombie Nation. Zombie Nation, that's the one. Yeah. Zombie. <laughs> zombie. <laughs> zombie. <laughs> zombie Nation. <laughs> well played. Well played. So, do you so, think you would have seconds to this game? Well, hold on. We didn't talk about my substitutions and experiences. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. So. I decided I do not want to play Nobunaga's Ambition again. Right. So let's just see if we can if it's improved in number two. And in number two, I just got a screen full of orange kanji when I tried to open it up in the emulator. Kanji sounds like a gross word. <laughs> just saying. Orange kanji. What the hell? It's Japanese writing. Yeah, what the hell, Japan? Jeez, that's weird. <laughs> So that I couldn't play that. So I decided, well, there was one for the Super Nintendo. Let's play that. And it is so did, graphically more pleasing, okay. sound more pleasing, but uh, still trying to figure out like trade, equipment, rice, gold. It was just so cumbersome. And when I was attacking a castle, it appeared great and blocked off. While my terrain outside was green, so it looked like I could only move around outside. So how can I attack the castle? Yeah. So I went up, I went into the gate thinking, well, I guess I got to smash the door first. And it says, no, you cannot attack that area. Hmm. So how the fuck am I supposed to get in the castle then? Interesting. So I gave up. Well, so, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm I might give it a spin if my emulator cooperates, but. Uh... So then I decided to check out the more recent games in the Nobunaga's Ambition series because it is still around. The, uh, the latest game was Sphere of Influence, and that was December of 2013. So, and that one came out for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Windows. PlayStation Vita was released in May of 2015. Yeah, it looks like it was out forever. So, it's still out. Yeah. And... Surprisingly, there was one didn't get a uh, an American release. It was for the 3DS, which was Nobunaga no Yabo. But the one I did play for the Nintendo DS today was Pokemon Conquest. That's right, Pokemon and Nobunaga's Ambition got together and made a baby. That's so great. I love it. And that. surprisingly. Very, very good. The best part about this that really game is that it wasn't part of the whole Pokemon, you know, uprising recently. This has existed for some amount of time. Yeah, right? it came out in 2012. Yeah. So, I tried playing it today, 
And it is very reminiscent of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance and so on. Uh, Because you send your Pokemon into battle to do fights, but you don't get to choose the list of moves. You just send them to attack, and the conditions of the battle will dictate what they do. Yeah. Which is really great. And you go attack other... You defend your castle from being attacked, and it's... it's, I don't know if it's great, because you you can only get in one battle every, quote, month... So if you either you either train or you attack a neighboring town or defend. So I just started yeah. playing it, but this game I will continue playing. It's the first Nobunaga's Ambition, which doesn't make me feel like an imbecile and has Pokemon in it. So well, that's go. two pluses in its favor. Yeah. But as for... Well, as for the original Nobunaga's Ambition... It's time to bring that to a close and just say, will we be coming back for seconds or will we, will we be sending it back? As for me, I will definitely be sending it back. Brandon, what about you? You know, I'll be honest. I think I'm going to try seconds. Uh, I want to see what number two does for me. See if it turns any cracks. Well, there you have it. So, Nobunaga's Ambition. Yeah, we talked about other games in the series, but what other games do I feel deliver uh, an experience like this? Well, like I said with the Pokemon game, Final Fantasy Tactics comes to mind. If you want to have a turn-based game like that, then I would definitely go with the Final Fantasy version. And if you want a game where you conquer territories, Brandon said it best, Risk. Risk is a risk in other games like Risk. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's also a better substitution. Risk is like ice cream. There's a million flavors of it, right? Like in the, in the house that I'm at right now, we have Thrones Risk, we have Lord of the Rings Risk, and we have uh, Risk with like extra pieces for like extended pack Risk or whatever it's called. <laughs> like we got Risk of the ass up here. Granted, I'm, I'm staying at a staff house with like upwards of like 16, 19 people, so. Please tell me when you open the game of Boards Risk that it takes like 20 seconds, like two minutes to deploy all the pop-ups. My god, it's, it's fucking, I, like, I hate Risk for the, <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, I'm an avid Risk hater. I will autistically conquer anybody at Risk, it's terrible, so I just don't play. Uh, but I, the thing that grinds me so hard is if there isn't a video game to play while somebody else is setting up Risk, like, then it's not gonna happen. I won't set Risk up. I won't. <laughs> I pick my color. I get my cards, sit down, and I kill everybody, and that's it. Everybody hates me, and it's fine, but it's their fault for saying anything to begin with. You're like the hit. You're like the uh, the hitman cowboy mm-hmm. who moves to a new town, and he just hopes that nobody ever challenges him to a gunfight. Yeah, exactly. I just want to. Start he's always looking at his holster, like you know. I swore. I just want to raise. I some swore sheep. I would never use these. Yeah, you know, old man Logan. <laughs> oh man, it's terrible. But I'm, I'm the same way with generally all video games in the household. Like, uh, we play Mario Kart, and I've been exclusively, like, limited to the number of matches I can play, like, a week. Because if I play any more than that, I start to get, like, weird good. They don't like that. So they, they like, limit the exercise that I get, basically. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. So I stick to Minecraft a lot. That's my uh, go-to game. I got my PlayStation Vita, so actually I might um, hit up my, my sugar daddy back home. And see if he'll uh, hook me up with 
Nabunam, ah, for God's sake. Nagunamas had been at, um. <laughs> well, there you have it. That's why I do stuff with my hands. Nagunamas. Ah, Jesus. What a. Manamana. Manamana. Listen to you guys say it is so funny in the um, Play with Power podcast. It just kills me every time. I honestly. No, no bunghole admission. No bunghole admission. All the good ones. Um, no bugnama. Nah, I'm not even gonna try. You know what I'm trying to say. The point of this is no bunagas ambition. Yes, thank you. Um, I I I admit, well, when I was uh, a kid, every time I saw a mention of this in Nintendo Power or some other uh, video game publication, I always thought they were saying like no bunga, uh, like uh, you know, like the like the. the yeah, like the the more boring military-minded cousin of Kawabunga. <laughs> See, it was funny because when I was listening to the podcast initially, you guys didn't have any um, video up, and before I became a guest, I wasn't looking at the uh, scans. And uh, I, like, from just hearing about it, I took it as, like, some kind of hilarious caveman counting game. I had no idea what to expect. And then I found it in Nintendo Power, and I was like, oh, my Lord, this is something totally different. <laughs> I'm surprised that a man of your uh, uh, mental capacity at the moment <laughs> finds the uh, finds the <laughs> finds a numbers game so uh, so intriguing. No, I, I honestly love numbers. Numbers is like the the true base of of everything. They're so consistent. Ah, oh, man, numbers make me happy. It's words. Oh, there you go. That's what I'm saying. I cannot pronounce the name of this game, but. We, Getting into the numbers so of it, numbers, they're like, oh yeah. Numbers are your friends. Yeah. Words? Not so much, no. <laughs> I learn with my hands, and I think with numbers. That's my game. Shit. But anyway. Oh, there you got it. We, we learned a little bit about Nobunaga's ambition, and we learned a lot about Brandon. Yeah, there you go. That's a great pilot episode, right? Yeah, so... We're breaking the fourth wall. We... It's fantastic. Oh yeah, so what should we be looking forward to next time? Well, um, have we decided on a game yet? Because I nominate um, the one I recommended earlier, which is now gone from my memory. Shucks. And mine, too. Well, the good thing is that this whole thing's recorded, so... (laughs) (laughs) Post-editing? You can't see me, but I'm writhing my hands like an evil genius, because I know that you get to do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or or I could just leave it in. Oh yeah, that too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. If the viewers, if the viewers want to know what you know we're really like. This is how they're going to find it, right? The listeners. How about how about we leave it to the viewers? Yeah. Or listeners, what do so leave it in the comments section of this post on the Facebook page. What would you like us to sample next? Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Actually, what can we get our lips around next? What do you, you know, what are your recommendations, viewers, should, listeners, should we podcasties? Should we ask for terrible recipes, or should we ask for you know stuff that left a good taste in our mouth? Yeah, do they want to punish us, or do they want to reward us for? Because I mean, for trusting them. Yeah, we really have no standards, right? We're we're willing to try anything. Oh yeah. We are, we are your adventurous jackasses. We'll find out so you don't have to. And if you've suffered already, please let us know, and then we can suffer with you. Yeah, we will share your pain. Yeah, 
That's what we're here for. Just like Bill, just just like Bill Clinton, we will fe- we will feel your pain. <laughs> that was shockingly good. <laughs> <laughs> so, wrapping up this episode of the taste test, I'm Mike. I'm Brandon. And we'll see you later. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. Thank you.